foremost we're back again another wednesday hit with richie cavalera richie recommends we got a hot one in this week it's gonna be yeah. maybe a little more in my range of my repertoire perhaps um <laughs> system house 33 end of days came out in 2019 some mumbai meddlers for us um yeah tell us about it richie why are you recommending it this week yeah so uh, you know first week it was like all right what the hell crazy madness <laughs> caught everybody off guard so that was really what it was about now it's like let's dive into some really really cool stuff that i think everybody can enjoy uh yeah these dudes uh system house 33 uh latest album what i know of end of days uh to me just blew my mind you know they're from india uh cool dudes uh i got lucky in this last tour literally before the like pandemic hit uh, I was on tour working merchandise for the tour they were on. So I got to see these dudes and like hang out and man, they just brought it, man. They were the first band on like, a, you know, it'd be like 10 bands a night and they would come out and just kick butt so hard. And it was like, holy shit, dude, they're from India where, you know, metal's got to be pretty rare, you know, that far out, I would imagine. So for them to be doing what they're doing, yeah, it's just Oh, badass. And then, yeah, it just rips. It's heavy, very Lamb of God-ish, you know, type of vibe. So, yeah, I think people uh, will dig this one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like what I thought was just it's very, like, start to finish, very heavy throughout, uh, you know, solid thrash with some grooves in there. You know, there's not a whole lot of, like, downtime throughout the album. That's the thing. <laughs> it's just, like, start to finish, just, like, go, 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 which, you know, I find there's a lot of appeal maybe to everyone from, like, you know, Kill Switch Engage, you know, there's some sort of like me and Joe discussed maybe some, you know, nothing face vocals there, like Matt Holt styles a little bit when he got the low growls in there, Silent Civilian, you know, guitar riffs. So there's a lot of diversity there that people can pull out of and really dig. But uh, Matt, like you said, like that Mumbai metal, that Indian metal, and they're just bringing it. And it's, it was it, fucking it's awesome. It's the real deal. Yeah, it's the real deal for a young band like them. Like, like I said, you, you're kind of like, you know, hanging out with these dudes and they're, they're, cool because like we would smoke them out on and get them higher like than they ever been because they're like yeah we only smoke dirt weed we're like oh dude you gotta smoke like a dab or you know <laughs> we, just, we just wrecked these dudes and you know taught them what touring was about and, uh, and just to to see him come out and there's a lot of bands you see that you know play first and you know the crowd doesn't move doesn't give a shit and man they had hits every night you know they're, they're band like i think insight where it's like oh yeah the record's cool and raging and rocking but oh man live holy crap it's a whole nother another realm so yeah it's a good start to you know check out something new uh you know it's kind of like that early new era for you know that the asia uh market bringing the metal over which is killer yeah, makes man. me want to find more and yeah this was their their third like full length i believe but they've had like six albums or something like including eps and i went back and listened to their previous one like regression and that by no means is like a slouch for sure that was like in 2016 and this one just kind of um, up the ante it was crazy it's just that much better so if like there was 
fans out there before. I don't see how they'd be disappointed with this next one. Like, it is just crazy. Like, it starts off with that kind of little ominous, like, like little intro, and, like, you don't know what you're in store for. And then Rapture comes in, and it's just, like, fucking thrashy as all thrashy can be, man. Like, but there's a lot of appeal. Like, it's very, yes, know, a lot of people can get into it. Uh, that, if it was cool. End of Days, I thought that was really cool. It showcased the talent of the band, like, really heavy on the bass. You know, I had that groove aspect of it. The only time they really slowed down was like in that song. And I was like, okay, cool. And then from there on, it was just fucking bang your head off the rest of the way. Yeah, that's what I like, man. I like that, that you know, that that aggression lyric with, you know, constant rocking. You know, it doesn't drop out into like some singing, solo, vocal crap or nothing like that. Just, you know, straight through, like you said, end to end, just ripping, raging. And yeah, end of days, you know, great record from a, a new band coming out. And hopefully, you know, they'll get a tour more around America and people, you know, get to see what, what's going on and up in Canada and the UK. Cause yeah, these bands deserve to get out there, man. There's another one of them. Absolutely. Ragers. Ragers is right. Yeah, man. Fucking pedal of the metal from start to finish. As soon as that intro is done here, like, oh, here we go. I was, I was not I was not fucking disappointed this week, Richie. This was this is a solid pick, my friend. I was questioning awesome. I was questioning after guillotine, but not super questioning. I'm just kidding. But this no, is I'm all over the map, nice. man. Like I said, you guys Classic. are gonna get a get a, get a little bit of everything of metal <laughs> vibes, you know, from thrash to yeah, grindcore, everything. Man. I'm with it's, it. it's about people finding the new stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, we these all the other people they got tons of money and tons of mm-hmm. uh, PR and everything, you know. So these are the guys that definitely need some and deserve it and uh, well, for sure they'll be honored to, to have it rocking on on with you guys man it's super cool hell yeah it's just word of mouth just plugging away and getting you know a handful of people here a handful of people there and fuck yeah and then it just gradually grows and i think they're, they're definitely right for the picking man like like stand up that was another song on there that was like a, a standout for me because that's probably like the singiest song on their album like that where the where the the crowd i'm sure would be like let's stand up today fucking just just get behind them and yes. bang your head, sing along while you can, if you can. <laughs> and then, especially quarantined, you know, it's like something yeah. I want to go like, just like pop out on the like deck at like nine in the morning and just rip loud and let the neighbors just kind of feel it. You know? <laughs> That's how it's been in my my, my community. It's like uh, you know, across the street, you kind of have like uh, this really cool Middle Eastern music going, and then down below, you kind of got a mariachi music going. And nope. the apartment just, yeah, really has something kind of going on. So I'm, I'm like a metal head in town. So okay. You got like a, a real melting pot of people there, hey? Oh, it's really cool. That's Vegas, you know. It's, it's that vibe. But I, I make sure that they're listening to System House 33 and, you know, all these new bands and stuff. So it's a good time. And, Was there know, any hopefully... standout tracks for you, Richie? Like anything that like stood, stood out like specifically, like, hey, that's my favorite song off the album? Uh, for me, uh, probably the most popular one would be the namesake. Uh, they would, you know, play this first on tour when I saw them. So it was just like big, blazing heavy, uh, good chorus on it, and uh, just ripping guitar. That's one thing I like about them a lot too. And uh, one guitar player, which you know, oh, wow. oh I really? Know. I thought they had two. I think they might. I think on records, but on the tour there was only there was only there was only one guitar player because they have the vocalist not playing anything, and then yeah, so they they had it slimmed down and it was just it was so intense. 
and yeah, yeah, hell of a hell of a tone for only one guitar. Player. Exactly, yeah. and yet you said like even live they're still killing it there without the extra. Oh man, I'm telling you, live is the best thing. That's that's how a lot of these bands are. And I, I think you can go on YouTube and get a pretty good feel of what they do, you know, and what kind of rocking they bring. And, you know, it's cool to see them like at the merch booth directly after they're playing and hanging out there. And, you know, really connecting with the audience, which, you know, so many people have a lot of questions, just like, yo, you know, how, how'd you, you know, how's metal over there? You know, what are shows like? You know, that was, that was the, the thing we were wondering from them constantly, you know, so it was cool to, to see it coming from another place. And then what did they have to say, actually, about yeah, like, how, where how they were coming? Oh, <laughs> there's a killer scene too, man, in any of like festivals, the whole nine, like, you know, it's really growing there. There's, you know, like they said there's a scene there that they're fighting in to be, you know, a band that's leading the way in battle. And that's just like killer to know because I, I honestly had no idea. I mean, I always figured, yeah, there's, a, you know, a few of them out there doing their thing. But, you know, to actually see it, feel it, talk to them, hang, you know, for like a whole month is just, you know, it's, it puts a new perspective on it all. I think it's like back when people probably saw someone like, uh, Subaltera Breweria, you know, coming from these countries that you didn't normally expect metal to come from. So it's uh, one of those kind of feelings. Yeah, I more or less like feel like I live in like kind of a ignorant type of spot where I'm like, oh, cool, that's where they're from. But I'm like more than open to like understanding, like looking into it and just being like, holy shit, this is cool. Because like, uh, was there ever any time you thought, hey, man, I would love to play in India? Oh, we talked about it for sure. You know, obviously with everything going on, different things will happen. But yeah, no, it was talked about and, you know, hearing about the neighboring countries around them, how, you know, some of them you cannot play in. And, you know, you'll have bands like from Iran traveling out of Iran to go play, you know, because they're not allowed to in their country. And it's just, it's killer to see it just, because it's such a music like that, you know, for uh, unity and you know, feeling powerful against the the powers that be. You know, so uh, I, I think it's gonna have great results for the the music and the aggression and power that's put into what they do. There's a good. Um, I can't remember the hell they're from. They're from the Middle East, anyways. But um, orphaned orphaned land. Oh, they're, interesting. Okay. As hell. I, I think they might actually be from. They're either from Iran or. Iraq, something like that. Those guys are fucking sick too. I think they're just a two-piece, actually. Yeah, um, my old man has had uh, a female uh, vocalist from Iran on a couple of his uh, albums, and she, nice. yes, they they would have to leave Iran or do any kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just yeah. it's crazy what's going on. But yeah, it's it's good to see it it's spreading, and these guys definitely bring it. You know, System House Thirty Three. Check them out. They're ripping. Oh, yeah. It's heavy. Heavy metal, Lamb of God style, like I said, that kind of feel, just yeah. in your face, kicking butt. Totally. Solid word. Standout tracks for me were uh, End of Days, uh, Prophesied, Prophesied. That one was my favorite on the album, just those guitars, so sick. Rapture, nice. Stand Up, those ones right there off the top of my head, just I think those are bangers for sure. Like, it, you're not going to make a mistake picking any fucking song off the album. Yeah, it's just going to yeah. be like, holy shit, this is them, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I was going to say. Completely agree, man. Yeah, check them out. YouTube, Facebook, you know, Spotify, all that good stuff. They're they're ripping on all those. So yeah, uh, we'll we'll check out we'll check out the links for sure, man. They'll be all around, and we'll tweet them, tweet them, tweet or tweet them, whatever we do. Twitter? Yeah. Awesome. And then, yeah, so no, like, I had a question I'm, regarding like just just uh, 
albums in general. So like they're at like a third full length album, but relatively new. Um, Richie, when do you think a band really establishes establishes themselves like kind of in the scene or in music in general? Like have some of that respect. Is it based on touring? Is it based on albums? Or since what's so weird about music, man? Um, there's bands that'll come out that'll just blow your mind and first album, second album, third album, they're all just incredible. And they're 19, you know, 20 <laughs> years old, 30, 25. It's just, uh, it's just art, man, when it just hits you. And I think it's everything else, you know, it's, it's lineup, it's uh, manager, it's record label, it's vibe, it's how much time you had to write. It's, it, it's just, it's an incredible thing. So I, I don't know if there's like this standard or this set uh, you know, age or touring or anything, man. It just it just happens. But I think the biggest moment of your career when you become an album release and band and touring is your second record because it, it just kind of uh, first albums can always be killer, but second albums have killed a lot of bands. So sure. that to me was was like the most pressure I ever felt making an album is probably my second one. So I think. Yeah, that, that would probably be a big point. And by that point, too, you, most bands will break up or, you know, all the million other shitty things that happen to a band. So, yeah, album number two. Album number two, awesome. And then you always have your, you know, the, if the second one's a fucking stinker, you got your shutter redemption on the third one. So, <laughs> if yeah. you make it that Yeah, I mean, yeah. Personally, to me, like, my second one was not good, so I felt like I got lucky had to come real hard and my third one I felt like it was like my best one so it was cool it's just weird how music can be it just like I said it's musicians and lining up time and all that crap for sure which one was the second one Richie I can't remember was it Up in Hell uh, or all that Russian? war okay for yeah, sure yeah it was just weird we didn't know what we were doing you know the first one you're like young pissed it, it just raised just, you just like we want to make the heaviest thing ever yeah. and then the second one is like uh, I what do we do? <laughs> you know, and it was just like everybody was just like, "Oh, let's dumb shit down," and we, you know, made long songs. And it's just weird. Like when you listen to it compared to all the other ones, it's, it's just so different. And uh, you know, luckily to be still doing it. And then in between there, was there ever thoughts? You guys putting out like EPs, things like that, like how uh, System House did. I see they got a few of them kicking around. Yeah, we're actually working on one right now because. Uh, you know, our, our last album, it was like kind of just hitting its stride when this kind of mm -hmm. happened. Like we were yeah. getting ready to leave for our U.S. tour in like two weeks. So uh, the next idea, yeah, is you just put out an EP maybe by the end of the year that can just kind of carry over. And then when it all resumes, we can kind of tour that and uh, Built to and Destroy. Built to destroy. Yeah, so that'll be cool, and then go from there, and you know, maybe when you're, do a whole thing. When you're, when you're, sorry, when, when you're putting these albums out, what's your, what's your guys' plan for like length of time that you're gonna tour it? You know what I mean? Like, do you say like, oh, we'll push this fucker for like two years before? You know what I mean? Or do you like? It's you know? weird. It really just depends on the, the touring. You know what comes, because you know sometimes, yeah, tours will just like continually come, and then that just kind of determines your schedule because. To me, the touring falls more important. But yeah, then there's a time like this where it's like, okay, we can't tour, so let's just make an album. Or, you know, that yeah. comes up in cycles. You know, I think that's why Oppression was made so fast after the one before it, because it was like, we toured, and then it was like, ah, oh, tour is kind of dried up. So, all right, let's go in the studio and kick some ass. Mm -hmm. Cool. So, yeah, just kind of that vibe. 
So nothing's ever been really set in stone. It's just sort of figure it out as you go. It really sounds like, right? First album, you know. Unless I think you're, unless I think you're Ghost or Slipknot, you know, there's not really much too much set in stone. You know, those dudes have like a whole thing that goes from when they wake up to you know the end of the year, mm-hmm. all everything they do. So with us, yeah, it's just more winging it. You know, what tours come up, what what how we're feeling, what's written. You know, are people still buying it? Because you you reach a point, you know, where yeah, it's like it kind of reaches where it's just trickling out, you know, and you got to be like, all right, let's put something new out. People get bored fast. So now we want to just like slim it back. Let's put out five songs here, and then six months later, maybe put out five more songs, or you know, something different. I was watching this Elvis documentary, and it was like he put out like one song, I think, every two to three months. It said. You know, and I think that just kind of makes more sense now in this day and age with people's attention span and boredom. That you know, like I put out ten songs that people only care about, like three of them. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so we're at that point. Like, let's make five insanely sick ones, and then just do that. You know, and then rebuild our vibes. Because that's how it feels to me. It's like five songs, and then it's like after that, I'm kind of like reaching for topics or whatever it might be you know so that feels about like the right point well actually just touching on that i kind of makes me think about looking through my like catalog of music here when i download like entire albums or like had albums from when i was younger you know i'd see like a handful like five or six songs on there with like you know heavy amount of plays whereas the other ones were like just there for the sake of being there and now whenever yeah. a single gets released you're like fucking hyped about it and you have that collection of strong songs in the categories and, and like yeah and i think it'd be cooler if what if bands yeah did that where it's five songs like every six months you know that way you have uh you get 20 songs over a two-year period rather than a 10-song thing that you would in one album that just comes out and then there's nothing else, you know? It's like, because for us, we got to where we just were releasing singles like six months before the album came out, you know? And all the singles, by the time the album actually came out, were already released. You know, right. so it was like, what, you know, where do you go from there, you know? It was like, all, all of it's already kind of been heard, so, yeah. That's the case. Go ahead, Joe. Sorry, I I think too. Like five, five songs every six months. That's that's a pretty manageable amount of songs to write as well. You know, you're not putting a crazy amount of pressure on yourself to fucking come in with the big ten or even thirteen full length. You know, Uh, I completely agree, man. Like putting like guitar players on a a perspective. Like, dude, I've got to that point where yeah, you get like five or six, four songs, and then after that, it's like man, you're pulling teeth. Yeah. You know, because it's it's difficult. You know, writing. You know, it's especially now. You know, you're not given a lot of time. So, mm-hmm. to have this amount of time to write four or five songs, it's like we've gotten like, I think like one and a half done so far. Yeah. And it's like three months, and that's amazing. We've never had that kind of time to sit there, and let it sink in, and mm-hmm. listen, and sink in, listen. But it's just like, whoa, so cool, mm-hmm. so cool. So we'll see what the future brings. Like I said, you know, Elvis and them, they were one song and they were killing it back then. Yeah. So, you know, it makes sense. You build up a catalog real fast. It's weird. Do you feel like you're you're adapting pretty well with some of the changes? Is there some of the old guard that are struggling along with like, hey, you put on an album and you tour and that's it? 
a, a little bit. I think the hard part now is, you know, social media is such a big part of your band. Um, you know, and fresh content is kind of like the key to that shit. We're all kind of just chilling. So it's like, you know, how can you, all these bands and everybody just keep sharing pictures of old shows that they put, you know, it's just weird. I don't know. Uh, it's a crazy time, but yeah, music's going to adapt. I think just kind of like how downloading came in or CD burning or anything else, you know, you've got to change with the times. And like I said, I think financially to survive bands are going to have to do less. You know, you, you can't go to these amazing producers or, have the best video person or whatever, you know, you're going to have to just make it work with what you can, you know, while you're all wearing face masks at the same time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Staying, staying seven feet apart. <laughs> yeah. Changing oh, your yeah. gloves every solo. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's like the big news. Like today was the first day I got to venture out to the war zone, as I call it. Mm-hmm. And we, we went to like a, a grocery store style thing and it was intense. You know, you, you get suited up I, like we got the, the face mask and then I got the, the glasses on gloves you know and got the lifts I'm ready you know yeah, you, fucking, going. you got the rope planned out in your head for what this <laughs> aisle 7 aisle 10 then I gotta go back to 6 it's and I'll be so fucking weird out how it, it felt so weird like yeah. going into a store man it's like half the people have a mask on the other half don't so you know those people are just like Oh, fuck heads. these weirdos. And we're all <laughs> yeah. like, oh, fuck those assholes, you know? And <laughs> it's so weird. Very yeah. divisive. Yeah. Do you yeah, got the arrows a- uh, arrows on the floor at the supermarkets telling you which way to go and everything? Yeah, and then people aren't following it. So you want to be like, yo, dickhead, can't you read the floor, bro? <laughs> like, you know, you're just like... It's it's a weird feeling right now going out. That tripped me out today. You so, got the uh, you got the plexiglass at the tills and shit. Too? They they had that. She didn't have gloves though. She had the face oh. mask with yeah. the screen. But like okay. yeah, no nobody's really like I said. It's like fifty no like thirty percent are taking it serious. The rest mm. just don't give a shit. So yeah. it's, it, it's weird, man. But I, I'm suited up. I was, you know, I was like ready to burn my clothes when I got home. Yeah, exactly. That's just it. <laughs> just fucking dump it in the fucking toilet and away you go. Yeah, exactly. Wiping everything you bought down yeah. with a, a, you know, wipe and shit. It's so, so yeah. crazy. So That's so fucked though. Like, what the quarantine fuck? people. Like, yeah. Stay home, guys. Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, you well, that was like you know, last week when we got to talk to your, your brother there, little, little Igor. Um, he said, you know, I asked him about like, hey, are you worried about it? Because like some people just aren't. But he's like, yeah, man, I'm a type one diabetic. Like, you know, family issues. I'm, I'm concerned for other people. That's what I like to see. Is people being like, I don't want to get somebody else sick because of my selfishness. Exactly. It's weird because I think the overall thing of the pandemic that I think everybody I wish would just kind of look at is how fragile and we need to really rethink our entire system because. Mm-hmm. Like, looking at it, like, there's countries right now that are, like, about to collapse. You yeah. know, we can all kind of maintain the richer com- countries, and we're struggling. Think of, like, you know, Africa or South America. Like, it's going to get real crazy. There's, like, too much food that's, like, rotting while people are starving. Like, it's – I think I – don't, I don't think we've even seen the true beginning of what this is going to do, unfortunately. I agree with you. Like, yeah, like, because our system's just so fragile, man. Like, it's all just, per, you know, like, 
this disappears, but it'll take 20, 30 years for it to fix. You know, it's just crazy like that. And one thing goes wrong, it just cascades into so many different departments that I think it's just getting overwhelming. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, you, you hope that's not the case, but. Uh, I think that's going to be the case. Like, I, I think about when me and Troy first started kind of talking about this shit on some of our podcasts and, like, just, like, a timeline of, like, you know, like, every week would be, okay, so since we talked last, this has happened, this has happened, this has happened. You know, it's really fucking crazy how, how, it's, how it's already changed so much in, like, three months, you know? Like, Jesus. Yeah, and you want to keep a positive mindset on it all, oh, but I think sure. at the same time, it's like, man, you know, we've built this world over the last hundred years and if one event can just do such a catastrophic <laughs> mess to the whole thing it's like there's some shit we can readjust and that's what i hope we do is learn from it you know that's the the big thing about it is you know learning and not turning it into more just fear campaign and more police bullshit but more of a let's be smart about the world and you know not blame yeah. bullshit I, i've been I made the mistake of like reading some articles today, but then also, you know, getting to see some cool ones. And I think there was a good one I saw about like a lot of people were 50 50 with some good things happening with it. And they're like kind of okay with where they're at, where others just aren't. And then exactly. another thing that scared me, right? I don't know if it's true or not, was well, there was this one lady in Los Angeles who she was the first person to be diagnosed in one of the hospitals. And then she was, you know, cured, but now she came back today and, and had it again. So I'm just like, oh man, like, I don't know if it's true or not, but it just makes you think like, how long is this going to be with us? Um, yeah. What can we do for it? And we'll just the give it a day. The big thing that it all stems from is like, if you have the capabilities and anything at all, like help. That's the big yeah. thing. Cause there's like us, Germany, can't, you know, Australia, like we're all gonna ride this and figure it out. You know, it's just the people that won't. And even in these countries, we have a lot of those people that won't. So everybody needs a little, little bit of help. And you know, there's more than enough rich bastards out there that can do well, anything. And you're it. seeing that's... a lot of them do it. But, yeah, but there's more. there's a lot more Mr. Fucking Bezos, you piece of shit. Yeah, like, up like your fucking bank account, boy. You like know. you see, what was his name? Uh, David Geffen, who you know, music person. Yeah. You know, raped artists for years, and you yeah. know he's sitting in the the waters on his yacht, you know, partying yeah. his ass. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw today Papa John there showing off his fancy ass shithole mansion, like it's huge. Whereas like he wouldn't give his like staff members or a raise, uh, a raise or because it would cost like 10 cents extra pizza. So he didn't yeah. want to do that shit, but then he's showing off this horrible shit, you know, you're just like, <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck so, those guys. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's all we're hoping, you know, let's all like, let's kick some ass and come positive out of this. And that's, that's what we so, gotta do. An idea I've seen people bouncing around is like, um, concerts like, just people watching from their cars. What are your thoughts on something yeah. like that? Yeah, I saw that. And that was like one of the coolest things I think that has been thought of yet. <laughs> like, I think you, you do it festival style where you bring in a lot of bands, you know, yeah. and you can pack cars with as many friends that you trust, you yeah. know, and yeah. let everybody just roll in like that. Now, now you know what? You need, to, 
Yeah, do that, but also combine it with like a fucking demolition derby for the mosh pit. So <laughs> or just, just like circle know. pit and fucking smash <laughs> into each other. Oh, that would be insanely cool, man. Like, so, oh, if anybody wants to talk money, I got that idea. Let's do it. Or, or, or like, I've heard something like the, they were trying to show in like Arkansas this week. They, they shut it down, but they had like, their plan was like temperature testing, face masks. And then it was going to be seated so they could separate everybody that wasn't together six feet apart. So it's, it, they're, they're, they're going to try stuff, you know, and it, it'll all, I hope, get figured out. But to me, it, it'll be like the wall part that I went to, you know, half the people do it and half the people don't. Yeah. <laughs> and then when alcohol is involved, it's like, how are you going to control gonna... somebody with a face mask, you know, like, honestly, like, I, I just, no way, I don't see that being possible, but the car thing, I think, is the, the, the really the only thing I see it starting as first. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, People just like, fucking honking their horns for an ovation. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, like I said, if not alcohol is involved and social distancing, all that goes out the window. Then you gotta worry about fucking who brought the truck, who brought a big tall ass van in front of you. Yeah. All sorts what, of shit. Once somebody breaks into an angel death cover, we don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, so you don't know what's just, gonna happen. Yeah, no scientist can predict that, you know, no matter, you know, mass, corona, everything. So, yeah, no, it's cool, man. The ideas will come out and it'll be figured out. Oh yeah. So are you gonna venture out tomorrow, or was today just good enough for the week? Or well, today was like this super supplies. Like the toilet paper was the first thing we had to finally get after two months. Yeah. You know, it was like it was serious stuff. You know, tin foil. But we were lucky the the store had it. Like I don't think Vegas is quite as crazy because most of the people that come here don't live here, so it's like right. real empty right now. So you know. A lot of these people, you know, they're super rich. So they probably all got like underground bunkers that they're in already right now. So we're just kind of like compiling the store, I guess, and find everything we need still. It was cool. That's sweet. And it's still quick <laughs> to get around and everything like that. Like you were saying last week, it was like a 10 minute drive or something as opposed to the <laughs> usual commute. Yeah, it's like, it's incredible around here. There's, the air is cleaner than it's been. You know, that's like a good thing. And I live by the airport and there's like no planes now. Yeah, it's, it's definitely different. But I think the plan here is for the 18th, all that shit is going crazy. So, yeah, that's when everything's a full bow. So, yeah, I can't wait to see the first sporting event with no people at it. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> yeah, that, that new football stadium. I'm pretty fucking good, eh? Just fucking oh, <laughs> they finished it, and it's like, oh, it's gonna be empty. <laughs> so uh, of course, the, the Raiders are just what that? The Cardinals. Is that, is that team? Yeah. So, all right, all right. you know, we, we were kind of on, but it's all right. I'm still going. I got to be a game if they allow it. You know, nice. see what happens. Nice. I heard like some oh, of the yeah. stadiums, they, like people are trying to. Obviously, like with everything that's going on, look into social distancing stadiums, right? Where it's like uh, you got like six feet in front of you, like, you know, three feet beside you, whatever they can do. But realistically, yeah, I don't know how many 
people are going to be able to do that. Because actually up here, Richie, like the Canadian Football League, it's like on the verge of fucking shutting down. Right? Yeah, it's like, fucking like, folding. Yeah. yeah, it's that's what I'm saying. There's like, that's not going to happen. Like you, you can keep them maybe in line that way. But after that, you cannot place enough workers to watch that. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, and people aren't taking it serious. So it'd be just a fucking mess. So. I think most sports are going to turn into where you're literally watching it with no fans. Yeah. You know, and that's going to be how sports goes forward. And they won't do it, I don't think, until the players and everybody can be tested daily. Yeah, they'll have to do that for sure. Like, I remember when when the NBA shut down and the intro, like, holy fuck, like, they shut down basketball. Yeah. Well, like, like, March March Madness was like going to be played with no people, like no no fans. I was like, holy fuck! Like, how are they going to do that? You know what, man? Yeah, we're like, shooting shit into the moon, yeah, into dude. meteors, but we cannot deploy something where a test goes to every single person on the planet don't and even, they don't can even check get me themselves daily. <laughs> like everybody has a phone, <laughs> so there's got to be some fucking way that we can all test every day and then leave the house if you're not, you know, like. Honestly, I know it's crazy to think, but like, have they just instilled that into our minds that we're that badass, but we're not? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I, I just, I, I, I wonder a lot of things. I don't get crazy into that shit, but you know, just, yeah. I, I there's, heard, there's some know, things, yeah. I think there's some shit that could be done, but they don't want to do it, you know. Well, you look at look at a place like, uh, like South Korea, how they completely just fucking annihilated their curve. Because they yep. went around, they're putting fucking tracking apps on everybody's phone. They know if yep. they're sick, so they can find them on their phone and say, "Get the fuck, you yep. know, like fuck you, yep. you're not leaving." Like, you know, and they yep. squashed that fucking thing like in like two weeks. Yep. Like, I know everybody here is scared of privacy and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get that, but when but it comes to it's, like saving it, your life and shit, like man, I don't know. See, the people here, they don't believe it. Well, most of them. I'm not gonna say. Everybody. Most of them don't believe it unless it actually impacts them, yeah. and that's how our societies become. Yeah, you don't that worry is, about it. That's very unless true. It is exactly in your circle of something. Yep. I'd say that is exactly what we're facing right here, where me and Joey are at. Yeah. Uh, we have like zero active cases in the south area where we are, but up north, mm-hmm. up north, like way far, they're super hard. But so here, people are running around like, "Hey, it's all over. We're 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 good to go. Let's get this shit back to yeah. normal, right?" Because it yeah. hasn't hit them, but like every yeah. like other places are. Like even thinking of sports, right? Like yeah, maybe some stuff would be ready to go but are certain states ready and canada we could fuck that shit up yeah. too because we might not even have borders open like plain and simple china did not roll down the street spraying every inch of their country locking a billion people down for some bullshit yeah, like exactly. i don't care whatever you could spirit ai or whatever 5g all that bullshit they did not do that yeah. like their economy was killing it they were crushing it that they did not do that unless it's some other power but like honestly when i seen that going on it was like all right this is a real deal and it's gonna fuck shit up and it was a matter of time motherfuckers are dirty motherfuckers are dirty like when i think about it now even myself like i touch my face even now a thousand times a day touch my balls take a piss you know (laughs) touch the toilet seat door handles like honestly like how it hasn't happened sooner is incredible. So yeah, to 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 really put it like, hey, it happened. Hey, I, I I can believe it. You know, I don't need to like see some shit 
firsthand to know. My mom yep. like went and got the test and shit. That was crazy. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's a, a high risk, mm-hmm. you know, tour and all that shit. So mm-hmm. she got one and that was real deal shit. I mean, to drive well, up the like military you, there, there's, you know. Yeah. Like you said, it's, it's very much uh, uh, a whole, the whole society is, well, it's not going to happen to me until, you know, until it does. And like, I, I, we had to take my, my three-year-old to get tested like a couple of weeks ago. And that was some fucking scary shit too, you know? Yeah, so, so it's like that, that hit, that hit home like we were taking it seriously before it's like we're taking every precaution we fucking can we're not leaving the house unless we're you know we're getting groceries delivered whatever we don't have to leave outside of that we go play in the backyard whatever but we he still got sick and because the doctors here don't have the the ppe to do an exam and he was coughing and stuff like well he better just go get tested and then we'll see but thank you know thankfully it was negative and all that but still just like having to be like holy fuck like he's going into the the fucking ET scene with all these guys all suited <laughs> up and fucking swabbing, you know, like Jesus Christ. Yeah, you shit, know, man. my girl follows a lot of people online, and to see it firsthand, just on there, it's like it's no joke. Like it's it's it, you know, I think it's it's something serious, but we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. You know, we just gotta keep it rolling, keep it metal, keep it pop, keep it rolling, keep, it rolling. keep on listening to good shit. Like Fred Durst said, "Keep rolling, baby." <laughs> yeah. I gotta talk to you about something with Fred. <laughs> I gotta talk to something about Fred. I, I was going on a whole Cavalera kick here the other night There's on YouTube. There's a lot YouTube. of Fred Durst. In There's a life. lot of. I did not realize that you sang "Bleed" with Fred Durst. Even <laughs> farther the, than that. So well, I know, but like the, the first, road. the first years time down the road, I went to his house and took shoes when he was not there with his assistant. That's in like hilarious. Years down the road. No, there's so much Fred Durst. It's so weird. I don't understand it, but. It's tight. It's cool to have lived in that moment. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. I love that song. I was like, holy <laughs> fuck, that's, that's a young Richie right there. And, oh, that's Fred. And, okay, yeah, all that's, right. Well, <laughs> I, I think, like, looking back, that was, like, all our – that was our version of, like, nerve, like that grunge, you know, yep. the outcasted, this is our group. Because I was a huge new metal fan. Like, Cold I was too, Seven bro. Seven yeah i was into that i loved it i was yeah. ozfest 98 you know it was just oh, that fucking was, right that was like our people, formative years man that was our formative yeah, years buddy. that was, was the shit a, a special time like the world we talked, never understand an ozfest that's right we talked to <laughs> we talked to igor about that last weekend they're saying how like there's so many new metal albums that you know nothing can fucking touch for me, like I was a huge, I'm a huge Seven Dust fan. Yeah, like their first Snot's album, first in the album, home. like yeah, that Snot, is one dude, of the I greatest Snot. albums Absolutely. I think written in like heavy alternative era. Like that. Snot. Yeah. Oh, they were, they were to be probably the biggest band on the planet. I think from album too, but you know, unfortunately, yeah, Lynn. But it was like, wow, man, what a just live too. It's like no one had. No one that had that. kind of oh, it was unbelievable. No one had that. Fucking yeah, it was, oh, it was incredible. Man, but we also know that you're, um, according to Igor, you're you're a better singer than him. We gave him the quick hits, and I was like, "Who's the better yeah, singer?" Yeah, but he can play everything. I I can't play shit. Like this dude can write a whole record, play the bass on it, guitar, drums. You know, like it, it's it's insane. Him, you know, he he is to me the most artistic in the entire family like uh, over max over everybody like you know he's writing books like this dude is 
he's the real deal when it comes to being artistic in my vision. Like, uh, Oh yeah. That was fun to talk to him and hear about all the shit going, but did you guys razz him for like how nerdy he was growing up? He loves nerd shit. We're we're like, (laughs) we're like a, a chill, chill family. And I think, with me the age discrepancy of me and him so it was kind of like uh me and my younger brother and then zion kind of handled him more so it was like you know i'm off getting married and shit he's like still going to school so uh you know it, it was just me more being a big brother to him but like i said what he's done is just yeah incredible man dude's a badass oh yeah I mean, you guys learn from the best. You guys got a solid upbringing. It sounds like it sounds not normal by any means, just fun and crazy and wild. And that's cool. Yeah, definitely, man. Like we'll get like into the early day, like pre all that shit. Cause it was, it was getting crazy since day one. It's it, it, wow. What a time, man. <laughs> no doubt. Incredible. Incredible. But yeah, we had fucking, we got, we're just listening to good music for, for the next little while. Right. System house 33 end of days. 2019 album fresh it's fucking loud it's thrashy it's angry it's mean it's everything you want it to be absolutely fuck yeah thank you richie for bringing that to our attention we're gonna plug the hell out of it we're gonna at those guys we're gonna maybe chit chat with them and see where it goes yes my dudes metalheads hell yes another great day talking with you guys what what a killer thing it's awesome cool man all right next wednesday surprise us again Oh, this one's going to be wild. (laughs) You guys have a great night. You You too, man. All right. Peace out. Peace. Richie recommends bringing the heat tonight. Yeah, he did, man. You guys, honest to fucking God, it's a great album. And uh, I I couldn't pick out a standout track. I listened to this thing probably four times cover to cover. It's fucking... Just everything you want, I think. It's it reminds me of it has it's it's a new album, right? Like twenty nineteen. Yeah, right? you betcha. So but it still has like the old school elements that I like of metal, but it's done in the current time, you know. So I love the singer's voice. Like I said, it reminds me a lot of Matt Holt at times. Um, just intensity, but not you know. It's it's got the kind of screaming I like. I don't necessarily like the fucking inaudible growls and groans. Right, and right. Like I get that. you, man. I like, the, the, I like the you know. I like obviously like Matt Holt. The screams you can feel, you can understand what they're saying. You can, you know, um, yeah. Pedal to the metal on this album from well, from right after the intro. Um, just it's great. I'm I'm really happy that I learned about these guys. Hell yeah, right? Because that's what we were saying. It's just just a handful of people at a time spread the love, and mm-hmm. then people hear about it. And fuck yeah, like it was so cool yeah, because man. sometimes I don't like to compare bands to other bands, but it wasn't to so like say that this is who they sound like. It might mm-hmm. be like if you're partial to bands like you know Killswitch Engage, Nothing Face, Silent Civilian, then hey, it might be something you want to check out. Alley. I'm not saying that's who they are and that's who they're striving to be because mm-hmm. these guys are doing their thing. It sounds yeah. like they're, they're fucking perfecting their craft. Like even listening yeah. to regression from 2016 mm-hmm. solid album. I, I was like, these guys know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine what they're like. And you think live. too. Oh yeah, for sure. And you think oh, by, by what Richie was saying, they're just killer lives. So well, I'll go look up some YouTube shit too. But um, you think about like he was saying how um, there's different, uh, demographics in the world where you know you, when i when i think metal i think europe uh <laughs> k 
Canada, the States, right? I don't I don't necessarily think, well, India is probably a killer fucking metal scene. Without a doubt. I know it sounds like, but, um, you know, I not, would not, fucking not, not check it shitty, out. Yeah, not in a shitty, like, oh, fuck those guys. They can't, you know, nothing like that. It's just, I don't, I don't associate India with metal or like the Middle East with metal. I guess aside from like System of a Down, you know, they kind of put that on the on the map with being Armenian and stuff like that. But I think know, it's just like it's, a it's very cool. niche market. You'd think about about it, like, oh, okay, there's a couple. Yeah, I'm sure there's some metal bands from there, but fuck, yeah, are they any sure. good? Yeah, mm-hmm. apparently, fuck yeah. <laughs> right, they are. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, because guys, man, fucking right. You know, it's expanding your horizons, you know, not being stuck in, mm-hmm. you know, your, your own little place. As mm-hmm. big as we can be, like, important in our own minds, Canada, U.S., over in Europe. Right? Just yeah, shit. There's fun. awesome stuff. Like, like, fuck, I love some Japanese bands out there that are, yeah. you know, crazy. And you're just like, oh, fuck, man. Like, how, like, I would never have heard that if I didn't, you know, just go above and beyond or listen to somebody's recommendations and say, hey, this is who they sound like. Just right. give them a shot. Check it out. And you're like, yeah. I'll be damned. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Like I know what you, you know, we talk about the the sounds like or for fans of a page on Google Play and stuff like that. And like that's cool, but it's nice to actually have a fucking human being suggest something. Yeah, <laughs> not, I know. not an I, algorithm. <laughs> sometimes those algorithms though have been damn spot on. I feel like they're <laughs> getting pretty good because I, I did have some friend recommendations this week. Mm-hmm. And oh oh Jesus, those were not good. You know, yeah. I thought like I was like, hey, this is what I'm into. This, this, and that. And they're like, oh, if you like that, I don't even remember the name. I'll just fucking text it to you later. And I, was, I checked it out. I was like, sure. And like instantly, first couple songs. Uh, nope. Sorry. So okay, you don't know me at all. I thought we were friends, you lied. man. You lied, Google. Yeah. <laughs> Piece of shit. You don't know me. You fucking don't know nothing. But know who Richie knows? Fucking Limp Bizkit, Fred Durst. Dude, that was, yeah, man. You got to look that up. Look up, um, I'll, I'll find the link and I'll send it to you. But it was sick. I was like, holy fuck, that's like, that's a young Richie right there. That's, oh, there's Fred Durst. What the fuck is happening? That's cool. It was cool, man. Fuck yeah. Talked a little snot tonight. Snot. I've always fucked uh, that. Band, that band needs all the shout outs. And I think we got to, we got to sit down and talk to Richie and just say, hey, we're going to have a new metal. Oh, <laughs> new metal episode? Oh. Uh, let's do a new metal episode. I'm going to deem him. Right oh, that'd be so good, right? That would bring back the, the feels, brother. Oh, yeah. oh boy. I'm going to. Yeah. Anyways. Fucking just spout off albums that you fucking loved and just start fucking talking about how how good they were, right? He was, what did he say? Like Incubus, fucking, obviously yeah. the Biscuit, fuck. Name yeah. drop. We're gonna name drop the Seven shit on dust, them. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Seven. It's so funny to hear some of them that are still grinding out and just kicking ass like Seven Dust, and then others who, yeah, who knows what happened to them, right? That'll be kind of fun to talk. Where the fuck did they go? What are they doing? Do you know where they're at? Oh, bro, that that would be like that would be my shit to just fucking relive like like you said the formative years of my music taste and just because that's pretty much what I listen to still. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it'd be cool to do that. Oh, you might have stories be like, oh, yeah, fucking that guy slept on my floor. Like, you know. Exactly. Or I, I, you know, I fucking... Or hey, that guy's a total a, dick. Yeah, you know. upper decker. I pissed in his, like, toilet. Yeah, I gave him a dime bag and I told him to fuck off. Yeah, okay, that'd be fun. That's yeah. why we got him. Fucking Richie recommends... Always starts out recommending, but then we branch off into just fucking story time with Richie. Yeah, it's good, man. And, uh, and I like it. Thank and you. I, He's... Thank so you. accommodating in these times and mm-hmm. hopefully 
you know, he keeps doing what he's doing. But obviously, we want him to be out there touring, kicking ass. Oh, I mean, number one, I, w- I would love to have him out there touring and stuff. But if not, meh, we're here. That's right. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. Let's keep on doing it. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. Another one down. A solid one episode down. down. Solid episode. Now I'm excited for next week. He promised. Tag the shit out of System House 33. Yep. And let them know that, hey, Richie loves you. Now we love you. You're welcome. That's three. Three people in two countries love your shit now. That's right. Solid, solid Wednesday. Keep cool, my babies. Cow. Cow.